Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. Today's podcast is entitled Waiting on the Promise. I was sitting here um, when I got in today and I was just, you know, really, um, you know, just planning my night out and getting myself prepared uh, for tomorrow. And I was thinking of, God, what should I share tonight? Um, on the podcast and you know I'm always really uh, in a place because I never want to share anything that is um, you know that's just you know like coming into a routine or all that good stuff and I always want it to be something that is meaningful something that is life-changing something that will provoke us to think Um, and I just want to be honest with you um, whenever I'm doing these podcasts I'm not just doing the podcast so that I can just encourage you this is this is something that um helps me as well and oftentimes I'll go back and I'll listen to something that God had um allowed me to share and um and it blesses my life so I never you know want to put anything out there that would be contrary to that I just always want to make sure that I'm in alignment uh with what God is saying and what God is doing in my life. And a lot of times when I'm posting something, it has a reflection of my own personal life, my own personal conversation that I have with God. And I just so happen to, um, uh, be led to share those, um, those things with you. And so while I was sitting and I was thinking about, um, uh, the promises, You know, the things that God has promised me and the things that I've been seeking and I've been asking, you know, God for. And uh, some of those things I'm walking into now, I'm seeing the doors being opened now. And um, I'll never forget when I started, when I wrote my first book, Um, it was like in 2015 when I wrote it. And while I was writing the book, uh, my life was, uh, I was in such pain. Uh, I was hurt. Um, I was just, you know, going through a lot. And I started writing, um, I'll say, I'll say in 2013 is when I really um, started because one of my really good friends, um, Nakia, she, um, I'll never forget where I was. I was standing in my, my dad's kitchen and I was in the kitchen getting ready to cook something. And she and I were on the phone and she was like, I want to, why don't you write a book? And I was like, girl, I write inspirations and these things. I don't have, I, I don't, I don't see a book. She was like, no, I want to if you have helped me, then I know that you can be a blessing and help other people too. She said, just think about it. I mean, you are really writing now. And so I pondered on that for a while. I did. I I pondered on it. And uh, it was just really a lot of confirmation because God had already shared with me about a book. And so after I talked about that, I said, God, okay, Now that I've accepted the assignment of doing this book, where am I going to get the chapters from? Where's all this stuff going to come from? And, and 
I remember that particular uh, fast forward to 2015. Uh, I was there, you know, coming, going to real life church and um, just enjoying being a part of the the ministry. And um, uh, Pastor Johnson, you know, he had two, there was two services, but he couldn't make the first one. And I'll never forget, um, uh, Scotty, Pastor Scotty had, um, stopped me after church and he said, um, so we need somebody to preach the entire month of March. And I was like, oh, okay. So who you going to (laughs) get? And he was like, uh, you. And I said, no, I don't, I, I got a lot going on. He was like, okay, well, you're going to preach Sunday at you know, the 10, 10 o'clock service. And, um, you're going to preach the rest of the Sundays. <laughs> you know, he was just, ah, and I was like, I can't, you know, he was like, no, yes, you can. And a lot of places that I started to go and preach, God would give me messages. And a lot of those messages at the time were actually healing messages for my own personal life. And some of those topics that I preached about were actually topics that I use that God allowed me to use for the subjects or the chapters in my book. So that's how my book came to be. Um, God utilized all of those things um, all while healing me all at the same time. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like I was being healed while I was ministering to other people and I was getting my book fulfillment done all at the same time. And so when I would go and preach off somewhere from, from the, from my church, uh, God would give me something. And, and it was like, he was building all at the same time. Let me tell you something about the God that we serve. He is strategic. He is so strategic he is so in order he we may not see how strategic and how in order he has things but let me tell you something the God that we serve he has structure he has a plan he has it laid out to the T so when you think that God is not concerned or that he doesn't you know, he's not thinking about your life and, you know, Lord, I done been praying about this particular thing and you ain't else yet. He heard you. The question is, is what is it that it that that is happening in your life currently that is causing him to not allow a certain thing to transpire in your life? Sometimes the things that we're seeking God for, we're not ready for those things at that moment. It's not that he didn't hear us because He hears the words that are coming out of our mouth. He hears and sees even even the stuff that we think about. He is well aware of all of those thoughts. So to say that he didn't come through. Doesn't mean that he didn't hear. You have to go back and you have to ask yourself, am I prepared or ready for the things that I'm asking God for now or Is there something that I need to fix in order for me to stand in preparation for the things that I'm asking him for? Like there is something. And a lot of times that's the waiting part 
that can delay the process. It's not that we wait, it's how we wait. And when I begin to think about waiting on the promises of God, I begin to think about some things that that I've truly been seeking him for. But then all at the same time, I'm seeing some of the stuff that um, that 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 I asked him for and I'm walking into it now. But the mindset that I had when I asked him for it, I really wasn't ready for those things. And so now I can handle uh, a certain situation or I can handle a certain blessing or I can handle a certain assignment because I'm prepared and I'm ready for it. But it's was it was in the waiting process that caused me to be ready for the things that I was asking him for. In order for us to receive a promise, we've got to be prepared for a promise. It's just like when you think about um, little little babies, little um, toddlers who are playing with their baby dolls. They, they, they'll care for the baby doll, but all at the same time, they, 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 they pull in the baby doll from one one side of the room to the, to the other. They, they, they'll, they'll, you know, pat the, the, the baby doll. They'll do all of these different things in one notion, but then could be careless in another notion because they're not mature enough to handle the cares of what it will cause to, to care for a child. So to 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 seek God or to ask God for something in a toddler state that will require you to be mature to handle it. I would rather wait until I'm mature and I'm ready to to handle it before receiving anything prematurely. So this made me think about the prodigal son. This made me think about. Um, the, the parable that took place in the Bible. And I, I really wanted to go to that because I want to share something that I pray that would be a blessing to you that would teach you how to wait on God, that would teach you how to still do the assignment, do the last thing that God said while you're waiting for the promise. And in and, 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 and 11, I'm going to read from the New Living Translation um, Bible. It's Luke 15. And um, I'm going to start with uh, verse 11. That's that's where it starts at. And I'm going to try not to read this full thing, but I, I, I can't tell you that I'm not. If it gets good to me, you know, in me explaining it to you and me kind of coinciding with it, then, hey, go with me. Because this I'm praying that this would be a blessing to you that would teach you that where you are is where you need to be. And it's OK to wait on the things of God. I know that. Let me just get into it because <laughs> I'm I'm so excited. I promise you I am. I'm, I'm really excited about it. It says um, uh, to illustrate the point further. Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. Now, let me stop you right there. In order to receive an inheritance like that back back in that day and time, you would not receive the inheritance until the father passed away. And so what the 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 son, uh, it was two sons. So one of the sons wanted his before the father would eat before the father even died. He couldn't wait on the, the, the passing. He couldn't wait on the time. He couldn't wait to receive the inheritance when it was supposed, when he was supposed to receive it. He told his father, I need it right now. 
And that, 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 that can be some of us sometimes when we're talking to God, I need, I need you to bless me right now. I need you to come through right now. I promise you've been there, done that. I promise you got a couple of t-shirts <laughs> to let you know. I'm like, God, I need you to come through today. Like I, I really need you to come through today. But to pull from my inheritance, is it really worth it? Can I not wait on it? Let me keep reading. It says in, in start in verse 13, a few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money in wild living. Listen at this. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him into his field to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. Now, you mean to tell me that you don't receive the things that you, the, same, the thing that you ask for? And, and, and because you're, you're demanding of what, of your promise, of your inheritance before it's timing, you, you, you go out and you live your best life. You having a good time partying. Just parlaying, just, I mean, staying out late, buying different vehicles, or you just having, having yourself a, a really good time. But then something took place. A famine came through a land. COVID came through the land, causing jobs to be shut down, all of these different things. But you don't receive this inheritance that you could not wait on. You received this, 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 this blessing that you, that you was going to get. But had you had you waited, you could have gotten more because over time in inheritance, it has the ability to increase. It has the ability to compound. But to get it before times mean I'm getting it at the, at the current state, which means that it doesn't have the capacity to grow anymore. Once I take it out, it's just like a savings account. Once you take that money out is ain't nothing in there. You don't have nothing to grow off of. You don't have anything to compound off of. You don't have anything to gain interest off of. So to get something ahead of time, it means that you could not wait on God in order for him to make it better or make it bigger or give you greater than what you asked him for. Timing. Hear me, people of God. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. He had gotten so in such a bad place. He had to persuade somebody to, 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 to allow them to, to work for him. And then when he get into, into the, 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 um, uh, into the field, he's feeding the pigs. He's feeding the pigs and the thing that he's feeding the pigs, pigs out of the, the, the food, the strappings, the, 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 whatever is left from, from, from other foods, from other stuff. I mean, that became appeasing to his eyes. Why? Because he was hungry. Why was he hungry? Because he was foolish with what, with his inheritance. He was foolish with the things that, that, that was promised to him. 
Now, let me explain something to you about where you are. You're in such a rush to have this. You're in such a rush to have that. I promise you, I understand it. But the older I get, listen to me, the older I get, the more I realize what will it cost me in the end to obtain something that I'm seeking God for before it's time. This is why we must wait on the promises of God. This is why we must wait on God for the things that we are seeking him for. There are some things that we have that we're asking him for comes by fasting and praying. In fasting and praying, it would help you to identify. Can you really handle what it is that you're asking God for in the moment in which you're asking it, asking it from him? The, the father did something that I could actually see God doing. And, and, and hear me out. I can see God allowing a thing to happen. I can see God allowing you to, because at the end of the day, we still have a choice. You can choose to do good or you can choose to do evil. It's your choice. He will never make you do anything. So just like the father gave him, he was like, hey, let me just give it to him. Let me, let me just, let me just let him have it. He wanted so bad. Let me just let him have it. And that's how the father is. That's how God is. He'll say, okay, you want this so bad. I will allow this thing to take place in your life. I would allow you to walk in this area. I would allow you to be, to do this and to do, to do that. And at the moment it can look like it's a blessing. At the moment, it can look like it's a blessing. Of what he would allow to take place. But over time. Hey, over time. You'll, you'll know whether or not. You are mature enough for it. Or not. It says, starting in verse 17, it says, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, it's something about being by yourself now. <laughs> let me, let me tell you that too. It's something about after you receive something that you've asked God for only to realize that it wasn't what you wanted or what you needed or what God planned or desired for your life. You have a tendency to talk to yourself in that moment. And, 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 and it says when he finally came to him, to his, to his senses, he said to himself at home, listen, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this at home. Even the hired servant have food enough to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. Here I am dying of hunger, but this is what I, this, but this is what I thought I wanted. I thought I was ready for the inheritance. I thought I was ready for the promise. I thought I was ready for this. I thought I was ready for that. I thought I was ready for marriage. I thought I was uh, ready to have children. I thought I was ready to do this. And let me, let me say this. There's absolutely nothing wrong. I want you to think that I'm condoning uh, that I'm, that I'm dismissing marriages and having children. Listen, because the Bible says, that we ought to multiply. I ain't knocking it. And, 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 and it's good. You know, man, it's not good for man to be alone. That's, that's in the word. I'm not knocking marriage. 
I'm not knocking having children. But what I'm saying is, is that there's a time for those things to take place. But God would allow a thing to happen if you feel like you got to have it before the time. That's what I'm saying. He is saying in this particular scripture, he is he, he said he said it at home. Even the hired servants, they that ain't even his brother. Them, they ain't even his folks. It's the hired help. The hired servant have food enough to spare. And here I am. It ain't nothing like realizing in the in the midst of it that I've made a mistake. I done messed up because here I am dying. Here I am dying of hunger. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here dying of hunger, y'all. But yet the servants have enough. They have enough to spare, meaning they have enough left. What would I give to just get a little bit of what they have left? But how am I get it when I done left? Because I was big, bad, and bold and did what I wanted to do because it was my world. I was living my best life. Not realizing what it would cost me in the end. It says, I will go, he said in verse 18, I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. And I'm no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on a higher, take me on as a hired servant. So this man, he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. And I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servant, quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet and kill the calf. We have been fattening. We must celebrate with the feast for this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say this to you. I'm, I'm by no means trying to make you feel bad for wanting the promises that God has declared over your life. I'm by no means trying to downplay the things that you have asked God for, the things that you have been seeking from him. The things that you've written on your vision board, the things that you feel like you should have had by now. I am not. Listen to me. Listen to my heart. I am not that type of person because I understand what it feels like to ask God for something and you still be waiting. But if you'll just think about this whole parable within itself, because if you when you read on down the other brother who stayed, he was hot. Cause how he going to come back and y'all now y'all throwing a party for him. He going to get in trouble for this. It cost him still. Because I can only imagine 
No, it doesn't talk about the ending of their lives, but I can only ima imagine that his inheritance would cut short. He wouldn't, he didn't have the same amount that he would have had, had he waited. I'm telling you that I know that, that, that you may find yourself or you may feel like you are in a rut and you may be in a rush to have something and you may, may be in need of, of a specific thing. But this is one thing that I want you to say, God, I need you. When you talk to God at the end of whatever you say to him, you need to end it with, but God, I need your will to be done. Because if it ain't in your will for me to have it, I don't want it right now. If it's not in your plan for me to have it in this particular season of my life, then I don't want it right now. He never said that we didn't have to desire things. He just want our, he just want us to walk out the wheel so that the things that we desire, we can get those things in those, t in that timing. And then if some of the things that we are desiring is not of his will, then we need to be able to look at that with over time to see that ain't in God's will. For example, it is not in God's will for you to desire somebody else's husband or wife. You, God ain't finna do that. Why? Because listen, he honors covenant. And when them two people came together, they became one, not three. I'm telling you that you are in a place, you are in a space where you may be waiting on some things from God. I promise you, I'm still waiting on some things. But I would rather wait. And in my waiting, I'm getting my life straight. I'm, I'm 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 making sure that I'm in position to receive it. I'm in a better posture. I'm in a better place because I don't never need the things that I'm seeking God for to be in a, a replacement of my relationship and my connection with God. So I have a routine that I do. There are some things that I'm that I, that I am believing him for that I'm asking him for. But I would rather wait than to take on something that is bigger than where I am right now that I can't handle. Because the moment we take on things that are bigger, big, that are too big for us and that we can't handle right now, we'll find ourselves back like the prodigal son going back to our father, asking him, can you please hire, hire me back as a servant? I ain't even asking you to be my child. Can you just help me? To, I'll be the help. It'll cause you to reduce who you are when God has called you a kingsman. A royal priesthood. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with serving, but the position that he was in, the place that he was in. He had such a connect. He was it was his father. And they come of wealth. They, they were wealthy people. But because you could not wait on it, on, on something that you were that, that was that God was going to give to you. That that was promised to you. You had to have it before it's timing. Only to have to go back to the father. To ask for forgiveness and our do over. It's how we are with God. 
We go back to God once we realize that what we thought we wanted at that specific time. I've been there. I promise you. This is why I can tell it to you. And and, and you go back to God and you're like, God, I, I, I messed up. Can you please, can you please take me back? <laughs> and the loving father that he is. The loving comforter that he is, the sovereign God that he is, he will take you back to back right the way that you are. He doesn't require that you go and get pretty and go and get all of these, you know, get yourself right and then come back. No, he'll take you just the way that you are. He would allow you to get broken. He would allow you to get your heart broken. He would allow you to go through divorces and situations and setups and all of these different things, especially when you did not seek him in the beginning for the things that you are facing are that cause you to be broke. He is a just God. He, let me tell you something like. You could be asking him for something. He's like, you're not ready for that right now. I am God. I'm ready for it. Give it to me right now. And he's like, okay, I would allow you to, I would allow you to have it. I would, if you wanted that, but I would allow you to have it. And once you get that, you, you don't know what it will cost you to take care of it, to handle it. To, to care for it, to embrace it. Like, you don't know what all it would take. So this is why waiting on God for every promise, for everything that he declared over your life and in your life. He is God. He has never lied to us. He will be, he make good on his word. He's a good father. He's not the type of father that will promise you something and not make not come through. You got him in the wrong category if you think that he would do that. There were jobs that I had applied for and um, in the midst of me applying for. I was I, I, I had a certain number in mind and it was still low because even if I would have gotten to that place, I was um, was going to uh, be needing another job paying more than that. And so my mindset was, you know, you know, let me let me let me get, you know, a little bit more than this what I'm making. And then once I get there and I train and then I can go and I can ask for a little bit more. But 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 God is like, no, you're 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 in a different bracket. So some of the jobs that I applied for, they ain't call me back or either I had the interview and it, nothing went through and all this and that. And then I was I was I was having a conversation um, uh, with Miss Jackie and um, uh, and um, she she you don't know Miss Jackie, but it take a minute for me to go through to tell you who she is. But anyway, um, we, we was on a prayer call and stuff like that. And and she was and I was, had shared something. And she, she said, you know, I heard that, um, you're, you're thinking too small. And I was like, she was like, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think higher than that because you're worth more than that child. After that, after that conversation, a couple of, couple of maybe weeks, there were, there were jobs that started to come and things started to happen and, 
and all of the jobs that were uh, reaching out to me were very high paying jobs. And I was like, God, wait a minute. And I had to condition my mind to realize I'm worth more than that. But God had to mature me in a space and mature me in a place to understand you have, you have what it takes. You have qualifications, you have experience, you, you have all of these different things that are working in your favor. Why not see it bigger than that? But at the capacity in which I thought I, 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 I deserved it at the time, to be honest, when I look back at it, I wouldn't have been really ready for it. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to handle it. But after you, after you suffered a while, uh, after you, after you have suffered and you've gone through and have gone without. And when God comes in and give you what you asked him for. He'll remind you. You have a memory of the moments and the times when you didn't have. So that you can appreciate the now moment so that you don't be prideful. But yet you be humble. He'll teach you how to keep humility at the forefront. So that when he bless you, blesses you with more, you don't get to big head or you don't think that you're higher than anybody else. You're grateful for what he gave you and you know how to handle it. I am telling you that it's crucial that we wait on the promises of God. He's going to give it to you. He's going to make good on the things that you're seeking him for. I am a witness. I am learning to be content in those things that I do not have the power to change. But those things that I have the power to work on, you'll find me working on those things until he gives me the things that that, that I asked him for. That means that I haven't missed a beat. That means that he could still bless me another area while I'm waiting for him to do it in this one. You think that just because he hadn't come through in this area that you'll stop believing him for other areas. And God says that regardless of what you may think or feel that I'm, I'm not present, that I can do it, the impossible. But you cannot limit me to just just one thing. You can't limit me to just being a God that you're waiting on to make a way for this situation. I have done so much more. Than what you are waiting on. That's enough of a of a track record for us to be able to depend on a God that we cannot see. I trust him with my life and I'm learning the older I get, the more the more in tune I get with him of how much of a box I actually put him in. Because of my own inability to believe that he can do anything outside of the box. God can do the impossible. He has done the impossible. 
And I know it may be hard for you to see it or to put it into place, but he is bigger than your job. He is bigger than our bank accounts. He is bigger than the note that we received from the company that we thought we wanted to work for. He is bigger than the denial of any letter that we have received for college. He is bigger than the money that we owe. The loans that we must pay back that we don't even have the money to. He's bigger than that. So God, I pray that you would position our hearts and your condition our minds so that we may be the men and the women that you've called and created us to be before the foundation of this world. God, get us ready for the things that we're seeking and we're asking of you. God, get our minds in alignment, get our hearts in alignment. Please, God, don't allow us to be like the prodigal son. I don't want my inheritance before it's time. I don't want my promise before it's time. I want everything by your by by your by your alignment. By your beat, by your rhythm. I want things when you want me to have it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with declaring and decreeing things. But when you declare and you decree things, you get yourself in a posture to receive those things. Don't declare and decree and wait. And when you waiting, you're waiting wrong. And what do I mean by waiting wrong? I mean that you do absolutely nothing in the process of your waiting. To wait means I'm fixing other areas. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm, I'm working on the last thing that God told me to work on. Because how can I expect for him to give me the things that I'm seeking him for when I'm not obedient in what he told me to do the last time? It's imperative that you and I wait on the promises of God. It is important. It is key. It is necessary that we wait on the promises of God. I don't know what you're believing God for. I don't know what you've been asking, asking of him. I don't know what you've put on your vision board. I don't know what you've written down before him. I don't, I have no clue, but I do know that God makes good on his promises he has never lied to me. And he has never lied to you. You cannot allow the enemy to try to convince you of what God has not done. When all you got to do is think about all the things that he has done. I'm telling you. It's important that you wait. And, and, and if you think about it, you, you think about it with the prodigal son. He could have gotten money throughout throughout the time. Like like if your parent is wealthy and you know that you're going to have an inheritance. 
There are things that you can do just by being connected to them that would allow you to get some money along the way, some things along the way. You just may not have the same, the full amount of what you receive in your inheritance, but because you're, that's your father and you belong to him, he's not going to let you go without. But you want a certain amount. You want the big stuff. But God is saying you're not ready for the big stuff just yet. It ain't that I'm not going to give it to you. It's just that right now you're not mature enough to handle it. The prodigal son could have did the same thing that his brother did. Continue to do what needed to be done while he was with his father and his brother. But you had to leave everything that you knew to go and be foolish. Only to to have to return back. That's why I said in so many podcasts before that I would rather wait on the things of God. than for me to receive something before it's time only to have to go back to God for him to fix the mess that I've made. I'd rather wait. I don't want nothing before it's time. I don't want no baked chicken. Uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Somebody come come and bring you baked chicken and 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 um uh green beans and and mashed potatoes with gravy and a roll and sweet tea. I'm talking about just I'm talking about look good. But because you was in such a rush to receive it, they didn't have time to fully cook the chicken. Then you 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 cutting into the chicken and all the blood just gushes out. Who got time for that? Because now you done messed up my whole appetite. It pays to wait. It. Listen. Wait on God. Wait. Listen, when you are praying and you're talking to him, it's nothing for you to say, God, I, but I need your will. Now, I'm asking you for this, 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 this. But if this ain't in your will right now, I don't want it. I, I, I'm good. Because I, I don't want the headache to have to deal with all of this. And, and God would allow you to settle with that thing for a moment. Because he, he, he and I'm going to be honest with you. I remember in, in my own personal times, he ain't quick to come and bring you out of that stuff either. <laughs> he like, but that's what you wanted. That, 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 I, I gave you exact, I allowed you to have whatever you desire, your heart's desire. I gave it to you. But now you want me to quickly move to, 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 cause it don't feel good. You, now you want me to move and, and, and on your behalf quickly when all you had to do was wait. I really hope that what I have shared today has been a blessing to you. I hope that it will cause your mind to ponder. Um, and I hope that it would allow you to, to go to God in a different posture and in a different way. And I pray that it would allow you to see that God truly has your best interest at heart if he has not given us some of the things that we have been seeking 
him for. All I'm saying is that it is really okay to wait on God. I can bask and be comfortable in the promise when I know that it came from God. So I hope that you were blessed. I hope that it was an encouragement to you. But in everything that you're doing and everything that you're seeking and believing God for, all I'm asking, this is all I'm asking of you. I'm pleading of you is that you wait on God. It ain't, it ain't going, it ain't, it, listen, it, I'm going to say this one last thing, then I'm going to go. If you're asking God for a specific thing. And he said, OK, hold off, hold off. I'm, a, uh, um, I'm, I'm I hear you, um, but I can't give it to you right now. And you're like, God, but I got to have it right now. And what we don't see, God sees. And so it could be like maybe within the next three weeks that he's about to give us something bigger than what we asked for. But because we could not wait, we went ahead and we we got it our uh, traditional way or our manipulative way or we manufactured it and allowed what we wanted to 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 come into our lives or come to fruition and then the three we get to the three weeks mark and it's like God said I had this for you but because you could not wait on it now you've got to in order for you to obtain this promise You've got to release what you have manufactured. But not only do you have to release what you have manufactured, but now I got to heal you and I got to gut you from everything that 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 you received from the manufacturer. So now that's more time. So now my promise has been pushed out because I'm, I'm not ready for it. This is why I am asking you. To please, no matter what you do, no matter what you think that you you need, just please wait on the promises of God. Just wait on God. 